This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It is the Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. Right now I'm talking with a band called, let me try and get this right, Vera Terrace. Yep. Very good. Yeah. Very terrorist. Yeah. All right. Well, you gave me a breakdown via email. I would have, <laughs> I would have failed. So I would have said like Veritas and you'd be like, nah, bro, you, you blew it. So anyways, uh, just a couple members of the band. Who else are we missing today? There's also Sean Osterberg, who's uh, plays guitar and he does a cookie monster vocals and Jeff Smith, who's your bass player. Cool. Well, uh, I guess first off, introduce yourself and tell us what you do for Veritas. Jason, you want to start? Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Jason Guzlaw, and I play play drums. And I'm Santu Winter, play guitars and do some of the backing vocals. Santu Winter is like the most epic name for a, <laughs> a, a, a like a very very brutal me- metal band. Like that's that's a great band name. It's also like kind of like epic fantasy metal sounding. Like mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. Yeah, you could have well, just you. called the band Santu Winter, and people would have. <laughs> yeah. I think we thought about like old man winter or something like that. Oh, there you go. Pretty sure there's a black metal called black metal band called like, what is it? Old oh, man's child. child. Or something like yeah. That. Yeah. Members of Demi Borgir side project. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, you guys just played a show last night um, with, with both cataclysm and dark tranquility, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was it? it I, for, I, that's like bucket list stuff right there. You know, yeah. like we've never played El Corazon. Uh-huh. And getting the chance to open for a band like Dark Tranquility, I, I actually, to be honest, I hadn't heard of Cataclysm before, but was really blown away by their by their performance. I listened to a lot of their stuff before the show; mm-hmm. I was super impressed. But yeah, it was a phenomenal experience. Yeah, Dark Tranquility, man, just one of those one of the like big uh, Gothenburg like uh, melodic metal bands that really just, I mean that that Gallery album is just like that is yeah. just like pinnacle melodic death metal. Yeah. And they haven't, and, and it's it. interesting seeing like you know Dark Tranquility. You're one of the founding like melodic death metal bands with mm-hmm. Veritas is you know we're we're squarely in that melodic death metal space. Yeah, but seeing how their path has been very different from like In Flames, for example, you know, mm-hmm. the they've kind of of course they sound different now from what they sounded like when they started out, but you know, they've kind of retained more of that core in a way, which is pretty cool. But also evolved within that too. So let's get real nerdy here when we're talking about melodic death metal. I've heard people that are just like, you know, knuckle dragging death metal fans. And I am one of those, but they will say melodic death metal isn't death metal. (laughs) I want to hear you defend melodic death metal as death metal. Or do you agree it's not death metal? 
Yeah. I choose your thoughts, Jason. I mean, for me, I think I, I love kind of categorizing things and like, you know, subgenres and sub subgenres. Yeah. But also like at some point they're, you know, no longer super helpful. Um, sure. And, and, and I'm no connoisseur of what these sub subgenres are, but it seems like, you know, the, the, the death metal part, maybe for like, for our sound, I think the death metal part comes from this heavily, heavy tremolo picking mm-hmm. and the vocal style is predominantly cookie monster, kind of Kalma esque totally. um, cookie monster style. But, but the melody comes from like all, almost all of our songs have like, there's a strong melodic hook that you can kind of like hum to, mm-hmm. or maybe a, you know, a melody piece that ideally gets stuck in somebody's head and keeps them coming back. But what do you think, Jason? I mean, but yeah, where's, where's the death? Yeah. You, you know, I think you can go either way. I mean, uh, if you want to say death metal is, is all blast beats and tremolo and growly vocals. Yeah. We've got that. And then there's melody too. So there's something in there for everybody. Yeah. In this house, we believe melodic death metal is death metal. So, <laughs> you know, or, those, or you know, those signs outside those house, uh, outside people's house, it says like in this, uh, in yeah. this house, we believe black lives matter, et cetera, et cetera. In this yeah. house, we believe bl- melodic black death metal is death metal. That's well, what about you, Kevin? I mean, where do you land on that? I think, uh, I mean, there's some that's so melodic that mm-hmm. I, it, you like, I think, I mean, I, I, some of my favorite death metal is melodic death metal carcass at the gates. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that early in flame stuff. And, and, yeah. and there's just so much of it. Like I, um, yeah, I, I think it is, you know, I think it is, but then there's just, you know, when it gets to the point where it's not, I think I, I was talking with uh corpse grinder from, from cannibal corpse, uh, recently. And he said, the thing that categorizes him to him personally is the vocals. If it's, if it's, hmm. you know, if it's death metal vocals, you know, it's death metal. And that really yeah. is, you know, the, the thing that classifies it, we're getting super nerdy here. So let's just go down one more, yeah, super, keep going. one more <laughs> super nerdy question. We all know the quote unquote, big four of American thrash. we got Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax. In your guys's opinion, what's the big four of melodic death metal? Mm-hmm. Oh, Santu, you're, you're going to have to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I mean, I, I think there's like three kind of founding Gothenburg melodic death metal bands in Flames, kind of early era in Flames. Gothenburg being mid city in, in Sweden, where kind mm-hmm. of that that sound first originated. Um, At the Gates and um, Dark Tranquility. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure of kind of the lineage from there, but you know, I, I know Finland kind of has. I was born in Finland, moved to US as a, as, a, as a little baby, which is where the name Santi comes from. But I think Finland also kind of has its own Amorphous. You know, maybe mm-hmm. twist on melodic death metal. I think is a little bit more on the melodic part, which I think is where, where Veritas also leans, but maybe a little bit less on the death part. I would also, I would, I would throw soil work in there. I don't know if they're one of the big four, but they're definitely, they've evolved it and, and, and uh, are carrying that banner. Anyway, yeah. so. We're getting super nerdy here. Anyone that's like, what are they even talking about? I just wanted to hear some local music. I'm glad you stuck with us so far. We're going to get into the, the origin story, guys. So how'd you guys meet? Uh, how long? First off, how long has the band been a thing? And how'd you guys meet up and, and start uh, start the band Veritaris? Take this, Jason. Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, we started, we actually had a, a prior iteration called Winterfell. 
and uh, no relation to Game of Thrones. We just kind of landed on that name by sure. chance. And um, that was in uh, 11. I think we went from 11, 12 into 13. And then, um, and then that iteration stopped. And uh, we stopped for a number of years and then uh, started up again at 18 and just kind of started practicing and, um, and then kind of landed where we are today. So yeah, we've been together for a while, but for this band, it's only been three, four years. You've put out a couple EPs so far. So, um, you know, must've got straight to the ground, uh, just working real hard on, on, uh, material. Did you guys, uh, have a, have a variety of, or uh, have a good amount of songs that you were working on, like right out the bat? I think kind of what happened was that when Winterfell broke up in like 2012, I, I I moved down to Portland and kind of the guys, you know, didn't continue on with the band. So, and, and maybe an, an important po- point, there's kind of a, a missing person who's not part of the band, but kind of like brought the band together. Mm-hmm. He's a, a mutual friend of Jason's whose name is also Jason. Mm-hmm. And then his brother-in-law, Sean, the other guitar player. So that's kind of how we got connected. Cool. And then Jeff and I worked together kind of in the same field, but um, I, I, I had, yeah, married and had a couple kids, mm-hmm. and the kids take up a lot of time, and there's not much time left to be doing other things. Sure, but I mean, playing guitar and writing music has always been for me like this really important creative outlet. And mm-hmm. even even though we weren't playing as a band, there was kind of this constant trickle of like ideas, like sketching out ideas of songs and stuff like that. Um, and then I I think like for I, I do most of the songwriting. Mm-hmm. The my favorite part is the writing and arranging of a song, like getting it like 80% done. Yeah. Then I want to move on to the next song. So I think there's kind of this element of like, you know, just kind of cranking out material <laughs> and trying to slow down too to like let the songs kind of mature and you know, come to their, their full form with that last, last 20%. But I think that's kind of where the, the, the two EPs in a full length album and like, we, let's see, we, we released our first EP October, 2020. Our second came out, I think it was July 2021 in a full length, hopefully March next month. Um, like that's a lot of stuff in a relatively short amount of time, but the writing period for that is like a decade or something like that. And and you say a relatively short amount of time. How weird is it to think that, you know, you've released all these albums amidst a pandemic, you know? All, so that's, you know, an, a whole other thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be, you of course see a lot in the metal scene. I'd be curious of your impression of, has there been, because people haven't been able to play shows, has there actually been like an uptick in musical production from the local scene? You know, like people are still creative in creating music. Oh, yeah. That- I, I think so. I mean, there's, I'm going to be 100% honest, there's been a lot of bands that have broken up, like local bands yeah. especially. Um, yeah. But, but you know, I think a lot of bands just kind of took that time. If they could, you know, manage to st- you know, keep a, a roof over their heads and, and stay focused on writing some music and stay, you know, uh, I think a lot of bands kind of hibernated and just recorded and, and, and wrote. And uh, we've had, a, I've had an, a, a crazy amount of uptick in, in, in albums that are being released, not just yeah. locally, but globally. And so, you know, it like 2021 was like an explosion of new music for me. Like every week on, <laughs> on, you know, streaming, I would just be like, I didn't have enough time to, it was like, it was a uh, an embarrassment of riches of like new metal music. It was it was actually like overwhelmingly awesome. So yeah, man, I I think it's been. I mean, obviously, there's you know when you have when you say something like this, you have to you know, of course, mention like 
a global pandemic, horrible on all ends, just the the sure. death, the the sadness, the horror of it. There are small positives. One of yeah. those was bands had time to focus on creativity if if they you know obviously if they could if their lives manage them to and um there there have been a lot of uh good stuff to come come from a terrible thing so yeah I mean, long that, story I like, long i feel like that's something that i that i learned with having kids is that things can be many things at the same time both yeah. like wonderful and horrible kind of all at the same time that yeah and, and maybe like writing music i know for me it was like one of the things that kept me sane during you know quarantine and shutdown and all those things that thinking about people's like mental health it's like yeah having that creative outlet has probably been really important so it makes sense people are putting all these albums on. what do your kids think of your uh dad's metal music <laughs> it is known as daddy music around ah. the house <laughs> I, I think yeah my i i find that the things that i listen to make their way into my music sure and my daughter she's eight she likes she likes pop music like um like, uh, i think it's a ava max i don't know how, how to pronounce it but like okay some really great like hooks in there sure and i think i'll like i i'd be listening to her listening to them and kind of like some of those <laughs> kind of cheesy hooks may may have made their ways into some of our songs too, so. <laughs> yeah we'll get the uh veritas bts cover coming <laughs> soon so yeah. nice although i was i was getting my son to bed one night and I usually play them a song on the acoustic guitar sure. and I was just kind of dinking around on something. And, and yeah. Walter, my son, he kind of looks up, he's like, daddy, sometimes the music you play is scary. <laughs> and you're like, I agree. Okay. I agree. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, we're actually going to go into one of the songs, uh, one of these daddy music songs. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's the genre daddy music. Uh, so the Citadel EP is available now. Was uh, recorded? Was it recorded in 2021 by by you guys, or did you guys go to a studio for it? Well, Jason, when did you record the drums? Uh, I actually recorded the drums in my house. Cool. And uh, they sound and then, great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And then uh, we, uh, how did it go from there? I gave you guys the tracks, Santu, and you took it from there. Yeah, I think that was like 2019, and then we had it mixed in 2020. Cool. No, 2021. It's all a blur. It's all, yeah. yeah. It totally is, yeah. I mean, and with the EPs, we we had, with the first two EPs, we had four different people mix songs mm-hmm. just to kind of see who do we like working with. I mean, adding having somebody mix the music is, it's like adding somebody new to the band. Totally. And really impacts the sound. So we did some experimenting to figure out who we like working with so that we could work with them for the full one. Awesome. Well, here's the song Vertigo from... Uh, this is uh, from the EP Citadel EP. This is uh, Veriteris. It's loud and local. Stay home safe.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was Vera Terrace, and uh, the song that you heard was Vertigo from their Citadel EP. It's available now to stream, to purchase. You can check it out and support local metal. Do you guys have any uh, upcoming shows coming up where we can hear that live? Oh, yeah, we got quite a few lined up. Next one is March 15th yes. at El Corazon, opening for Omnium Gatherum, Allegion. Not sure if I'm pronouncing Elysian, that right. Allegion, I think. Allegion, thank yeah. you. And Black Crown Initiate and Materia Obscura, which if you haven't heard of those guys, another really awesome local melodic symphonic uh, metal band. I think you guys and Omnium Gatherum, honestly, is a perfect match. That is, yeah. that is chef's kiss right there. That's <laughs> Thanks. awesome. Anything uh, further than that, if people can't make it to the 15th? Let's see. We got, then we'll do, let's see. We, we just were, we made out of the first round of the Wacken metal battle. Oh, cool. It was at nice. the fun house like a week or two ago. So play round two is April 9th at the fun house. And then we'll play Bellingham. At the shakedown. April, yeah. The shakedown. Yeah. Good place. I think it's the 21st. And then the 22nd is at real art Tacoma. And then the 23rd is at Washington death fest down in Truslow. At Erebus, so. Awesome, man. Right on. Well, you guys got quite a few shows lined up. Um, how have you guys found, you know, the shows since, you know, lockdown came, uh, you know, we came out of lockdown and band, bands have been able to play shows again, you know, hit and miss. There was a couple of weeks there where things were getting canceled and then they're open up again. It's like it's always up in the air. But how have you guys found that shows uh, have felt and stuff coming back? What do you think, Jason? I think uh, I, I'm surprised, actually, you know, when when we first started uh, coming out, all the bands started coming out. I was surprised at how many people were coming out. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, you know, with masks and all that, but I, it took me by surprise that there's so many people showing up and um, it's really encouraging to see yeah. that, you know, support people want to get out and, totally. and uh, see some metal and, and just go for it. And so I think it's great. That's awesome, man. That's really encouraging to hear. That's awesome. I think it's been important to like set the bar low in terms of like maybe turnout, but also, yes, we've scheduled the show and we're going to play it unless, you know, COVID 
changes the situation. So yeah. kind of holding things a little bit loosely, recognizing that things might change. That's a good way to look at it, man. Right on. Well, uh, okay. So looking back, you know, when you first started getting into music and stuff, what was the first band that, that made you really fall in love with metal? Jason, what, what about you? Oh, for me, it was, uh, Iron Maiden as a kid, you know, Iron Maiden. And, uh, I was in the Boy Scouts and the, uh, the older, the older kids, uh, you know, they, they'd be, uh, yeah, (laughs) they'd be playing Iron Maiden. And so, you know, I wanted to be cool and, and, um, just hearing it all the time. Like I just really fell in love with it. And then, uh, and then I fell into Metallica and stuff and I just, you know, fell into it. So yeah, that's, that's my, my origin story. Cool, man. How about you, Santi? I think there were two distinct bands that were kind of key stepping stones. The first was, and this is after the grunge scene, but mm-hmm. seeing the Smells Like Teen Spirit Nirvana music video. Yeah. I remember like watching the music video and then like my my mind was totally blown. I was like, I need to listen to music like that. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the first stepping stone. And then like kind of the grunge scene, Alice in Chains and kind of going on from there. But the second kind of big change for me was... Um, in flames mirrors truths off um sense of purpose mm-hmm. which is like you know now that i'm into in flames i like their earlier repertoire more but i can totally respect and understand kind of the place that you know in flames sound yeah and, and other bands that are kind of more maybe more like the the metal core kind of like you know a, kind of the the hard rock space is like a gateway band oh yeah it was your jumping on point and then you got yeah, yeah, then you went back to the back catalog and stuff so mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah. Cool, man. Well, okay. So uh, as far as, you know, Northwest bands, what are some of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? And, and Santi, let's start with you this time. What's favorite Northwest bands of all time? Yeah. I mean, like, well, can I interpret the question to be like local bands? Sure. Because of course, I mean, there, there's, there's so many phenomenal, like, you know, national acts that kind of yeah. come out of the area, but it's been a lot of fun over the last couple of years to do like a deep dive on kind of the local scene. Yeah. And like before playing in a band, um, like, and I'd go to, go to a show to see like a, you know, Scandinavian metal band or whatever. I was one of, you know, one of the jerks that didn't show up for the openers. I would just sure. kind of hang out in the bar, or show up late and then, you know, catch the headliners. But um, I wish I would have explored the local medicine. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think, Zoth has got to be one of my favorites. So those good. guys are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I really liked what Ryan was doing with Blood and Thunder and excited to see what kind of comes out of Materia Obscura. Um, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just love being part of kind of like the small scene and kind of community of people helping each other and encouraging each other and creating some awesome music. Awesome. That's a good thing to hear, man. What about you, Jason? Favorite Northwest bands of all time, whether it be you know, long gone band or a local band now? Sure, sure. You know, that's um, it's uh, that's kind of difficult. But I, I remember one of the um, one of the first uh, Northwest uh, metal bands that I really fell in love with was Blood and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, about 10 years ago, I was just blown away and uh, really liked them. And, um, but, you know, I mean, as far as bigger bands, you know, Allison Chains and, and those guys, and you know, definitely uh, hold a special place in my heart. Awesome, man. Well, great bands all all around, and it's nice to hear some some love for bands like Blood and Thunder and, and Zoth. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you guys have some upcoming shows, but if people can't make it to the shows and they're a little bit out of town or whatnot, um, what's a good way to support you guys? 
Yeah, just listen to the music or or pick up pick up a copy of the album when it comes out on March 10th. Awesome. That's that's the best way. So March 10th, the album is called Shadow of Death. It's a full length record. Uh, did you guys um, did you guys spend quite a quite a uh, bit of time on this one? Yeah. When did I mean, Jason? Do you remember when? I mean, yeah, we started in uh, mid October and then uh, we recorded for what, three four days. And then uh, we just did mix rounds of mixing for the next what two months. Yeah, and and that we we decided to so Don Gunn, um, music producer, audio engineer, yeah. phenomenally oh, yeah. talented. He he mixed a couple of our songs on the EPs. We were like working with him in his sound and his process. And he lives like a couple miles away from all of us. Cool. And and our our bassist was was good friends with him. Um, I recorded the guitars at home, but we did the drums, bass and vocals in this in his backyard studio um so i guess it's been like i don't know 18 month process something like that it's being mastered right now so it's nice we don't actually have the final copies yeah well i look forward to hearing it man we're actually going to play a song from it uh this one's called forever enslaved before we jump into this and end this interview do you guys have any thank yous or shout outs you want to send out um I don't know that I was expecting that. Um, I don't. No one to thank. Screw all of you. You never helped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the most metal way to say it, right? Okay. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, just you know, thank you to to the local bands that have been cranking out music for you know, I mean, the last twenty years, and and mm-hmm. just providing so much inspiration and and um and just uh. In, uh, growing, growing the metal scene and growing the sound of metal, you know, and, and um, I think pushing the sound that uh, we're, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of, of uh, those that came before us. And so um, it cannot, we, you know, can't go forward without thanking them. Awesome. And Santu, what about you, man? Yeah, I think Amy, my wife and Molly Walter, my kids. I mean, I know this takes a decent amount of time to just really appreciate that they're always supportive and encouraging of it, even if daddy's music is a little bit scary sometimes. And and then also Jason, Sean, and Jeff. I mean, this is it's just so exciting to kind of be creating music together. And yeah. you know, we're we're not planning on making a career out of this, but you know, it's it's a hobby, but it's it's a passionate hobby. Well, let's jump into some more scary daddy music. We got uh Forever Enslaved from the album Shadow of Death coming out March 10th, right? And then you're playing March 15th with Omnium Gatherum at El Corazon. Yep. Right on. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank you, man. Yep. Have a good one. Right on. All right. Here, Forever Enslaved from Shadow of Death on Loud and Local Stay Home Session.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.